Welcome to Love Under the Influence. I'm Pastor D. And I'm Pastor Tay. Together, we redefine what marriage looks like under the will of God. What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm Pastor D. Welcome to Love Under the Influence podcast. On this episode, we're going to be telling you how to recharge your marriage. Man, I am super excited. What's up? It's your girl, Pastor Taylor. Let's dive into it. So just think, for instance, right? So if you got a car and you're trying to crank your car, your car stalling, um, your battery dead, the first thing you do, you ask someone do they have any jumper cables? So it's the same thing when it comes to your marriage. Right. You look for a couple that you respect. You look for a couple that you admire, and you ask them questions. Look, how, when, when you got married, when you was going through this in a stage in your marriage, what did you do to overcome it? Give right. me something. Give me some substance. Give me something that's relatable or tangible that I could take back to my husband or I could take back right. to my, my wife and we can apply it to our marriage and it gives our marriage a boost. It gives our marriage, um, uh, just like you said, a recharge. Just think, right. for instance, if you have a car, right, and your car gets stranded on the side of the road and you have AAA. You have the ability to call someone to help you get your car out the ditch, but you just sitting looking <laughs> at your husband and looking at your wife, y'all going back and forth, arguing with each other, but you have the ability to call someone and they will come mm -hmm. and pull your car out of the ditch. That's yeah. what love under the influence is. We yeah. like the triple A for married couples. Right. So if you find your marriage stranded on the side of the road, we can help assist you. We can help pull you out of the ditch. Yeah. Don't don't have um, the ability to get help, but you're too prideful to ask, or you want to suffer in silence when you have help. That's just like you hungry, and you know you have somebody that has the ability to give you food, right. to give you the the um, nutrients or the, the, the nourishment that you need, but you say, well, I'm just going to suffer in silence. I'm just not going to say nothing and think automatically that food just going to appear on your doorstep. Yeah, I think that's one of the worst things that you can do is know that you're in trouble and not ask for help. And I think that in our community, we need to normalize uh, the weaker ones is the ones that refuse to get help. Right. The stronger ones is the ones that identify that there is a problem and I need to get with somebody that can help me solve mm -hmm. it. But but think about this. How many times people you may you may like if you don't have a charger phone charge your phone dead you don't care who the person is it could be a stranger you don't care their color you don't care their race you don't care none yeah. of that you're gonna yeah. ask that person for a charger to charge your iphone up but when you need help with your marriage <laughs> oh i don't want to go to them or i don't want to go to this person because i don't know them i'm not familiar with them right but you'll ask a stranger to take your picture yeah. you'll ask a stranger for a charger to charge your phone up. Why? Because that's beneficial to you. So yeah. my thing is, if you value your marriage, if you honor your marriage, you don't care. Whatever you got to do to get your, your marriage that boost, right. to help get to the next level, get to that, that destination that you desire, you're going to go through the 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 whatever it takes to get it there. Yeah. Regardless of if you know the person isn't that. Well, us, when we counsel married couples, we don't want to know nobody business. You don't have to tell me your personal yeah. business. We're not looking to pry into your personal business. I don't have to know your personal business to tell you something that's impactful to help take right. your marriage to the next level. Right. We're not here to pick and pry into your business. You know, so if you want your marriage to have a boost, if you want your marriage to be resuscitated, yeah. you're going to do what's necessary to get your marriage to the next level. Listen, 
Anything that you do not view as a problem, you will not eliminate. Right. So if you want to be stranded, first you got to identify that you're stranded. Right. When was the last time you drove your marriage? When was the last time you, you know, your marriage was whole and complete and didn't make a sound Mm -hmm. that was alarming? Right. You know what I'm saying? Your wife's lashing out at you. Your husband lashing out. Those are alarming sounds. And a lot of people say, well, um, I, I, I want to get help, but I don't want people in my business. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you let five years go by and other things have now taken the place right. of you or other people have, you want to make sure that you keep doors closed. Mm-hmm. Because when you do not identify problems, it leads to open doors that could possibly destroy your marriage and it could also trickle down to your children. Mm -hmm. So you got to be very, very careful. So I believe that when you get a recharge, you have to understand, hey, I need a boost. Mm -hmm. Some people may need a boost and they may not have jumper cables. Right. You know what I'm saying? The Mm -hmm. start is identifying that you're stranded. Right. Right. (laughs) Identifying that the marriage needs help. Identifying that you do need to recharge. Mm-hmm. And after you recharge a battery, the first thing they do is tell you to do what? Go get another battery. Mm-hmm. They tell you, now you can get this boost, but this boost is not going to last but for so many days. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure that once you get the boost, what are you going to do to keep your marriage boosted? Right. What are you going to do to keep your marriage charged? What are you going to do to be able to maintain uh this new way of living, this mm-hmm. new way of thinking. Right, right. Because clearly, if my marriage was in a dead place, it was based off whatever I was doing or mm-hmm. whatever my spouse is doing or whatever the lack of. First, you got to identify what's draining your battery. Right. That's what I was going to say. You have to identify what's sucking the life out of your I was just about to say that. <laughs> you have to identify what's sucking the life out of your battery because if you take your car to the nearest mechanic, it might not be the battery. It could be the it alternator. Be the alternator that's or the draining. It could be that that's killing your battery. So in your marriage, it's vital that you identify what's sucking the life out of my wife. Yeah. What's sucking the life out of my husband? What 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 are what's robbing our joy? So once you identify the problem, once you identify yeah. the issue, you can move accordingly. But if you don't identify the issue, if you say, Well, everything is sucking the life, no, it's, everything is not, that's too broad. You have to because if you say everything is sucking the life out of my battery. It's impossible for you to work on everything. You have to identify the specific issue. Okay, my wife is not spending any time with me, or my husband is not spending any time with me. Um, it's no, it's not, it's no effective communication. Right. We haven't went on date night in six months. So is it is it that you need some intimate time with each other? Could it be that you've been focusing on the kids so much? So now you are lacking intimacy, not in just the sexual act, but the the, communi- the communication. And let's talk about narcissism narcissist behavior right maybe you have are in a toxic marriage an abusive marriage you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. those are things that you need to identify because it's nothing uh i think that's more detrimental than a woman or a man marrying somebody and being deceived into thinking i'm marrying this awesome person right but this person is basically what dr jekyll and mr hyde like mm-hmm. you got two or three faces like you have to be honest. Mm-hmm. And then in the dating process, for those of you that are not married yet, pay attention to the warning signs. Mm-hmm. They are there for a reason. Mm-hmm. If they say this road is closed and you you run through those, 
orange and yellow, guess what? We probably going to be having to rescue you mm -hmm. because you ignore the signs. I don't want to be rescued from something that could have saved me a lot of time and mm -hmm. a lot of money. I don't care if you engage, if you don't already sent out the invitations. I'd rather be embarrassed for a moment than miserable for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. You do not want to stay with somebody that is not on the same level as you. Mm -hmm. And one thing about it, I believe, baby, we were not on the same level spiritually, but we was on the same level in the natural. Mm -hmm. And when we started getting, uh, getting on another level spiritually, that's when we started seeing victory. Mm -hmm. So it's like, do you want us to move forward or do you want us to stay backwards? Right. Because somebody is moving ahead and the other one is staying behind because the other one that's staying behind don't feel like we need to be recharged. Mm -hmm. how, how does it look for you to have triple A roadside assistance, but your spouse don't want to pay the $50? Right. So y'all stranded. Mm -hmm. Your spouse don't want to make the investment to get you off the road. Mm -hmm. Your spouse don't want to do what it takes. They don't want to do what it takes because they want to save money. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people saving money and losing their marriage. Right. And sometimes it could be even simpler than that. Just picking up the phone. Hey, look, I need help. I'm stranded. That, yeah. That's what it's there for. You pay for the stuff like that. So when life happens, and one thing about it, we, we, we are not immune to it. Life happens for everybody, but when life happens, if you have the proper things and proper procedures in place, it's as simple as picking up the phone, hey, look, I'm stranded on 285. Right. Okay, we'll get someone to you in the next 30 minutes where you have the help, you have in place the things that you need, but you're just sitting looking at each other to see who's going to make the call first. Right. You're being stubborn. <laughs> oh, are you going to make the call first? No. Are right. you going to make the call first? Now, both of you, you've been stranded for two days. Just get it done. Just get it done. Just get it done. Recognize the the marriage is at a place where it's empty. Mm -hmm. What can you do, or what type of advice would you give to someone that may be watching this podcast and they like Pastor Tay, Pastor D? I've done everything I can. Mm -hmm. This marriage is just over. This marriage, it, it just I've tried to recharge it. Mm -hmm. I prayed. I've done everything I could do. What type of advice would you give them? I would tell them to keep to keep speaking, to keep fighting, because it's, it's the easy thing to do is get a divorce. Easy. That's the easy thing. Yeah. But when you got married, what are the reasons why you got married? What qualified that man or that woman to 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 be your husband or to be yeah. your wife? What was the reason you fell in love? What was the reason you said I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person? Find that reason. Get back to that and fight for your marriage. Yeah. Because if you don't resolve the issue in this marriage, the same issue is going to be carried over into the next marriage. Because the issue is not going to change because the person changed. The real issue is you. You keep showing up. And not only do you keep showing up, you keep showing up as the same version of you. You Ooh. keep showing up as that same person. So if you don't fix that person or you don't fix that issue that you have, you're just going to be a habitual marrier. You just go if that's a word, you're going to go from <laughs> a relationship relationship to relationship. That's from this relationship failed to relationship, yeah, fa failed, to relationship failed relationship to fail relationship. Man, and, and who God wanna, forbid. Right, who want to go through that? You, you, one thing about it, you only get one shot at life. Yeah. So you might as well fix it. 
And you might as well get with somebody that is not offended if you say, I'll do, I'll make the call. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, that's, that's foolish. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to be upset. I'm the man. I, I should make the call. Mm-hmm. Like, no. uh, we're stranded. We're stranded. You know what I'm saying? We're on the side of the road. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Basically, we should be in sync. Both of us should be picking up the phone at the same time, right. calling AAA. Right. But guess what? You cannot identify or you cannot recharge what you do not identify as dead. Mm-hmm. If you don't see the issues that's going on in your marriage, you mm-hmm. cannot have a one-sided view when it comes to your relationship. Mm-hmm. You have got to listen and pay attention when it comes to your spouse. If your phone is draining your marriage, if you can't stay out of folks' DMs, mm-hmm. is draining your marriage. If you are a toxic individual and you're bringing drama to your marriage, if you're allowing your mama and daddy to dictate your marriage... All of those things are things that suck the life. If you are putting your children before your spouse, if you have a blended family and your your baby mama is causing drama, all of those things are things that need to be identified mm-hmm. so that they can be corrected. Right. So three things. What three things can they do to recharge their marriage? The three things that you can do to recharge your marriage is have effective Communication. It's the difference between communication and effective communication because effective communication is not going to offend the person. Look, I'm telling you this. This time, I'm going to start off talking about me. I'm going to tell you some things that I can better. So that softens what you're going to say to the person instead of going in, you don't do this. You can do this. Well, (laughs) let me start with me. I can be a better listener. I can assist you more um, with the kids. Let me tell you what I can do, that, that what I believe that's sucking the life out of you. So I'm going to start identifying my issues. Yeah. And then once you do that, it kind of softens the other person. Well, they're not just speaking down on me. They're talking about themselves. So when you talk about yourself, they're going to be more receptive to receive what you're saying instead of them thinking that you're trying to talk down on them. So once you do that, it kind of softens them. So you say, look, we in it together. You, you, we, we, we are teammates and not right. roommates because when you are when you a roommate, Mates, everything is split down the middle. But when you are a teammate, the teammate may look as though I see my partner struggling in this area, so I know I'm stronger in, in this area. So let me help carry the load. Let me help right. um, them out in this area. So make sure you 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 are teammates. Make sure you have each other's best interest yeah. at hand. So you got those two down packed, and now you got to execute it. The, the third thing will be execute what you say you was going to do right. because it's easy to say we're going to do things. Nobody care about what you say you're going to do. Execute it. Let me see the actions behind what you say you're going to do. So once you have those three things in place, it's going to help recharge your marriage. So you started out talking about the issues that you had and how you're going to better yourself. Then the next thing you, you identify with is, well, okay, what can I help my teammate with? What can I assist them in becoming better? And the third thing would be to execute what you say you was going to do. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's powerful. Woo. This is Love Under the Influence. Have you guys heard about our community? It is a family. It is rich. It's filled with wealth. Mm-hmm. What is wealth? Wealth is knowledge, wisdom, understanding. And, baby, tell them how it's going to take them to the next level. It's going to take your marriage to the next level. Look, we the AAA for married couples. If your marriage is in a ditch, 
Let us get you out. I'm and get you, you back on the road and headed in the right direction. Yes, not man. in the not in reverse, but we'll get you headed in the right direction. Moving Love forward. under the influence. Yes. It's a great addition to this podcast. I'm Pastor D. I'm Pastor Tay. Peace. Peace. If you enjoyed today's episode, join our community at www.loveundertheinfluence.com. Five pillars that we discuss, parenting, business, finances, marriage, and spirituality. We are super transparent in our marriage and our life about our growth and where God delivered us and brought us from. $9.97 for the month or $97 for the year. Look, guys, it's a small investment, but it yields a large return, and it will have a tremendous impact on your growth and on your personal life.